Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. here for Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, right here for you at, of course, Pop Culture Cosmos, wherever you get your podcast. plus also as well, Game Source, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Soro as soon as you can. He's chatting away at LakersBall.com as Ox1947, plus as a fellows Laker fan, if you are in the Southern California area. Please go ahead and check him out today at Simblades, Simblades with the Y.com. Also as well, every Friday morning and also the snack packs around, it's Magic Man in the morning right there for you every Friday morning, plus also his many snack packs and Laker weekends. Go ahead and check out the Magic Man today. Also as well, wanted to go ahead and say, if you have not, caught the upside swings nba draft podcast please go ahead and do so it's the upside swings nba draft podcast these guys that are out there including stone hansen cover the nba draft like no other so go ahead and check it out today right there for you at the upside swings nba draft podcast also as well lakerholics.com maybe laker tom will be here maybe jamie sweet those guys are always a great part of the lakerholics.com I guess uh, you could probably say conversation that you could find today at Lakerholics.com. Our good friend, John McCallum, go ahead and go and check him out for his great conversation that he has. And as he also chronicles his great weight loss, he's already lost 40 pounds and big props to him. Want to go ahead and give him some love out there. Go ahead and like and subscribe his channel, just like you do to ours. Speaking of liking and subscribing, if you have not subscribed as of yet, please go ahead and do so. Ring that bell to get the latest notifications of when we go live on the air with another great Lakers Fast Break show. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. If you didn't catch us live, whoa, you were missing something. The, the, the twists, the turns, me becoming incoherent, to screaming. Joe and I are a bundle of nerves. Oh, the entire game. It was terrible, especially in that fourth quarter. But you know what? We made it through, and you can go ahead and join in the action and the fun every time out of playback.tv. So, Sacred Fast Break. And if you can go ahead and support everything that we do 
It is truly appreciated. And one last note, I want to tell you we are now over 100,000 views on YouTube, 100,000 downloads audio-wise, and actually for the first time ever, we were in the top 100 basketball shows on Apple Podcasts. So that is because of you out there and because of the great folks that helped me out here at Lakers Fast Break. So my eternal gratitude is for everyone here that's a part of the Lakers Fast Break community. And you know what? We're all happy right now because, my gosh, after what we just, we just, the game started out a crucial game for, and we were concerned because we saw lack of communication. We saw so much as far as the lack of energy at times in the first half. We were, we were concerned. We were just, you know, just figuring out what to do because the Lakers were just not giving enough for what we thought, but the, since the Golden State Warriors couldn't take advantage, they really never got out to a big lead until the third quarter. They were only up by three at the half. They did pull away into double digits in the third quarter, but you know what? The Lakers had a secret weapon after all. A guy who has been much maligned here on this show over the course of a few months, but fried chicken of all people has always held firm for Lonnie Walker IV. Just play Lonnie Walker IV. Just play Lonnie Walker the fourth. That's all he said. And you know what? Darvin Ham listened. He listened in the last game and pulled him out and actually helped out quite a bit. But this was his game to shine as he came back with 15 points in the fourth quarter that offset a furious Steph Curry second half run. A brilliant performance for Steph Curry, a triple-double, but the Lakers fended it off. Finally, doing enough on defense, getting those necessary stops with two minutes left. And after being behind virtually the entire game, the Lakers pull out a miraculous victory, 104 to 101, to go up three games to one. An absolutely awesome, awesome close to the game. The Lakers get it done. Something we've talked about all season, how the Lakers have not been able to close games. They sure as hell did it tonight. And here today, to go ahead and talk about today's awesome game and how we are now three to one up in the series. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out today and actually every day right here at the Lakers Fast Break, whether it's Magic Man in the morning or also as well the Snack Packs, Lakers Weekend, and also everything else he does for Lakers Fast Break. It is the Magic Man, the madman from Toronto, the guy who did get out of Toronto traffic to check out this awesome win for the Los Angeles Lakers. Magic Man, I was saying in the first half, we just didn't feel the intensity of a game four. Uh, not on either side either. Uh, offensively, the Warriors were not hitting their shots. The Lakers defensively were really not communicating and looking that good. We just didn't feel. It did not feel like a game four until the clock struck the fourth quarter. And after that, it was just a battle. It was a slobber knocker, as Jim Ross would say. I'll tell you what, the Lakers, behind the back of all people, Lonnie Walker IV, they got it done. 100%, Gerald. And just to piggyback off that, yeah, and uh, Steph Curry beat us like a government mule in the first half with uh, his pick and rolls. It was a story of Steph just murdering us, like literally in the first half, off pick and rolls. He, uh, he ran over 25 pick and rolls in the first half. Uh, the most he had ran in an entire game uh, previously was uh, 28, and that was in game three, and that was just in the first half. So 
Uh, we managed to somehow only find ourselves with a three-point deficit with, with him just uh, ripping our bones off at the, at the joints pretty much defensively. Like you said, drilled, there was a severe lack of intensity. And, but in the third quarter, LeBron and Austin Reeves decided to play a, a two-man game, and I thought they each got each other kind of going, Gerald. Um, Reeves has struggled in the first half, but he came out and uh, just kept battling. The Lakers didn't wilt. They didn't shun Austin and tell him to go in the corner. They allowed him to in- initiate the offense at times, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. It turns out that uh, Lonnie was the one who stepped up, Gerald, and we talked about it before, right? Like, if you were to look up professionalism 101, you'd, you'd have him come in as a guest speaker to talk about this season because he's been a pro from the start. He was a pro when he wasn't getting playing time, and he was a pro when he was, and then he wasn't. And he just stepped up in a big way, um, and I'm glad everybody just kept feeding him and encouraging him, supporting him. He played loose. He was the reason we won the game. Lonnie gets the game ball. And you know what, Gerald? As much as we we want to, you know, um, quibble and bicker about maybe the adjustments that weren't made and the uh, <laughs> we got the win. So we're up 3-1. That's all that matters. When you could beat Steph Curry playing I'd- that sensational, you should – it almost feels like two wins. It almost it feels does. like two wins. It does. It, it it does almost feel like two wins. Like it it, it feels it felt like that uh, he was just sucking all the oxygen out of uh, any kind of momentum that uh, the Lakers were having. But somehow, some way, Gerald, uh, Gerald, they pulled it through, man, just by the skin of your chinny chin chin. But I'll take it. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win one hundred four to one hundred one. They now lead the series three games to one. Also here today, good man indeed. He was with us for the playback.tv slash Lakers fast break live watch party, which again, you would have seen me go hysterical. Joe was all over the place. We were a bundle of nerves, but the guy who remained constantly outside of Sean and Laker Nick, big shout out to those guys who stayed in control and calm, just like Lonnie Walker the fourth. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out as part of the great trio. That's the Upside Swings NBA Draft Podcast, and he'll tell you later why you need to check that out. Some great stuff coming out there down the pike as well. He's mixed, so hopefully some some good news for you out there. It is Stone Hansen and Stone, great to have you here, my friend. You know, we were worried about the lack of communication. The transition defense was awful at times. Really some very disappointing things as far as on the defensive end, but somehow... Some way, the Warriors were never able to take too much of an advantage outside of a run in the third quarter. Then all of a sudden, little by little, the Lakers reeled them back in and pulled away at the end. This was a great offensive game, I think, by the Lakers. Um, I think we played really well um, despite, you know, I'm trying to be better at at talking more about the players rather than the coaching. So uh, taking into account that we're playing a free-flowing offense, I think the Lakers really made the most of that tonight. And I think that we did a pretty good job of moving the ball around, making sure that um, we were we ran pick and roll over and over, which um, I'm glad we did. Uh, I, I wish AD would roll a little bit harder as a, as a roller, but I think yeah, overall, yeah, overall, I think we um, 
that that was a huge part of our offense um, and a lot of what we did stemmed out from that. Uh, defensively, I think that we um, lacked, like you said, a lot of communication. And I think the until Warriors, that last two minutes. Yeah, and the clutch is when it mattered most, and that's when we our defense came together. Thankfully, but in totality of the game, I, I think that uh, the Warriors just couldn't hit shots, and you know, at the end of the game, we really made them pay for it. So, uh, I think offensively, we had a really great game. Uh, defensively, I think there's work to be done, but overall, I'm, I'm you know, I'm very pleased with the outcome of winning. Uh, that's what matters most, and I think that, um, yeah, I mean. I, I still think there's a lot to take away from this game, good and bad. But overall, like, uh, you know, just getting a win and being up 3-1 is obviously the main takeaway and, and hopefully um, something that uh, we could build on for next game and, and make this a short series. One of the things I want to ask you before I hit it over to Joe is this, Stone. When it comes to playing and having the confidence in Lonnie Walker, who you've not had confidence in if you're the coach, seemingly all playoffs and for some time now where this goes back a little over a month, you know, that Lonnie Walker, ever since he actually had his injury, he's never really been able to come back and play consistent minutes in the low, in the rotation. Yet we, we were hoping that at some point in time as the eighth player, we were looking for an eighth player in the rotation to give you any kind of consistent minutes. We said, you know what, why don't we just try Lonnie Walker? You know, he's been playing good in some garbage games. You never know. He might just return to that form he had early in the season. Oh, my God. It worked out that way. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's him, Beasley, and Troy Brown Jr., the three guys in sort of contention for that eighth eighth, uh, man role. And I think that, obviously, the past two games, at least that I've seen, because that's the only two I've seen of the series, he's – uh, really played hard and well. Um, I think from for me, Lonnie's shot making is never the question because I, I always feel like you can rely upon him to to make shots. But he um, played good defense. Something that's, he's not that, noted. Yeah, for. that's what I was getting to is I think defensively, uh, he's really showing out. Uh, this is some of the best defense I think Lonnie's played of his career this game and last. Uh, and I think that that's been the real difference maker in terms of him getting minutes and, and being someone that coach can trust and, and put out there for extended time he's been playing pretty solid point of attack defense rotationally like I said from everyone tonight there's miscommunication but uh, overall I think that he's done pretty well in isolation at the point of attack um, and you know that paired along with his shot making makes him a really valuable player for the Lakers so I've been really pleased to see it once again the Lakers do win 104 to 101 heading up to Golden State, San Francisco with a 3-1 to lead in the back of their pocket as they head into Game 5, which will take place in two days, coming up on Wednesday night. Also here today, good man indeed. You got to go, go ahead and check him out today as Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. You also know him as the guy behind Symblates, Symblates with a Y.com. If you want your lawn magically transformed into something much more better than it is today and you live in the socal area go ahead and hit up joe at symblades symblades with a y.com it is joe sorrow and joe my gosh are you in the middle of a jungle man out there yeah i I felt i felt like i was in the amazon the last 10 minutes of the game okay it's it quieted down now first off here's some good feedback my my my, uh a little bit of my chest is still shaking so i had to 
I have to, I have to, I have to calm down a little bit. Anyways, uh, um, well, let, well, let me let me go ahead and give you a question though, my friend, because you and I both are still a bundle of nerves because it was very nerve wracking. But we've see we saw inconsistent effort, inconsistent play throughout the game from both LeBron and AD. But I think they both got a lift from LW four and the way he was playing in that fourth quarter so much, so much so that that gave them the energy to really close it out strong in that last half of the fourth quarter. I know Stone is talking about AD needing to roll uh, faster. Uh, AD played 43 minutes tonight and LeBron played 43 minutes tonight. I, I, I know, I know it's easy for us to, to, to say the player should do certain things, but sometimes the, the mind and the body don't connect. <laughs> um, I, I, I think what ended up happening was the, uh, oh, the Undertaker, uh, the, yes. the, the under James Kerr. <laughs> that, that, that's my new avatar now. That's a pretty okay. good one, actually. The What I took away from this game is I, I saw, we saw uh, one of the greats uh, impose his will. The best team weathered it. This is a crushing loss for the Warriors. The Warriors should have had this should have had this game, and it's likely the end of their. Uh, their the Lakers gave them every opportunity. They to gave them every opportunity, but it was the Warriors that created that opportunity more often than not. I know that the Lakers were ter- playing terrible transition defense. They weren't. They were. Their guys were leaking to the basket and making easy layups. We understand that, but. I, I always want to reiterate the fact that we're looking at a team that's really, really, really playing extremely hard. And the Golden State Warriors are a pain in the neck to play against. Their constant uh, ability to hit threes and Steph, you know, creating an offense that's getting easy shots is just, it's, it's, it's draining. I don't believe the Lakers will run into a problem like this the rest of the way should they continue. So one of the things you can look at this uh, series is you, you can look at it as, uh, you know what, guys, let's just try to do our best to get to get out of this thing. And then you don't want you don't, you don't want to say they're going to take a breather, but you're just not going to have to deal with the barrage of talent, of talented perimeter shooting and talent creators in this in, on this team and great coaching. So with that. Lonnie's gotten his flowers. I know everybody has talked about it. So I'm going to go into something else that I, I think is beyond important and beyond everything we've talked about and, and why we want tonight. We went to the line 20 times tonight and we missed none. And boy, did we need every single one of those things. Bravo to the Lakers. They hit those free throws in the clutch too. They didn't miss all game. Very, very, very proud, beyond proud in, in, in that particular area because we were we were not that good during the year. I mean, I, I just I'm, I'm I, I was I was in shock. I didn't want to jinx it. Right. I didn't want to jinx it. I, I just kept watching them swish, swish, swish. I'm like, OK, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Lonnie Walker hit those two free throws. LeBron before him. I'm like, wow. This is giving me the feeling that they're going to win this thing, you know, and uh, boy, wow, we, we we won again tonight, guys. Not not only as far as Laker fans, but the NBA community, the NBA watchers, and the NBA fans. We watched a phenomenal game, a very entertaining game, and 
as far as the feelings of this, it's it's beyond exp expression. The Lakers are nine wins away from winning a championship. I just didn't think we'd ever get to this spot. And we are beating, we are close to beating the current NBA champs. Flowers to everyone on the team, Darvin Ham, Lonnie Walker, even the guys that didn't play that well tonight. Good, good job supporting the team on the sidelines. And whew, I'm going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> That's for sure, my friend. That's for sure. You and I both, because we, man, we're a bundle of nerves the entire way through. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Truly appreciate, though, all the support that you give us on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Also, as well, out there in the chat room right here as the Lakers do win 104 to 101 to go up three games to one. Let me count down some of the numbers. Again, it wasn't a pretty game for any of the, many of the Lakers out there, although Anthony Davis, 23 points, 15 rebounds, three steals, no blocks this time around. LeBron James. 27 points, 10 rebounds, although he was 10 to 25 and two of nine from behind the arc. D'Angelo Russell did have a, a disappointing game with only four points, but he was out there when it mattered and, and gave the Lakers some uh, offensive capability as far as trying to go ahead and, and just keep playmaking and make some plays. Austin Reeves, after getting off to its, you know, basically a, a just, and I'm going to say this to you, Sean. I'm going to bring it to you because you talked about it. You and Bo Stone and Hanson. He got off to a, a little bit of a shaky start. That is Austin Reeves. But that second half for Austin before Lonnie Walker lit it up was the only thing that was holding it together for the Lakers with 21 points for him. 100%, Gerald. 100%. Yeah, he did start off pretty shaky. He started the game off two for eight, but he finished uh, seven for eight, 15. So, uh, you know, he... It was five of seven in the second half, made two big, three big three pointers. Gerald, the the one in the corner, uh, where LeBron found him, where uh, the Lakers took the lead, fifty nine fifty eight was a huge shot. He managed to just stick with it, Gerald. He got to the line in the fourth quarter. You know, we weren't seeing him get the same calls, uh, in Golden State, and um, in in the third game, he, it didn't really feel like. Uh, he was himself. Um, again, there, there's a lot of speculation out there. I'm not going to address it because I don't think uh, there's anything to it. I think it was just a case of um, uh, Stone brought up an excellent point during playback that, you know, we need also need to remember this is Austin Reeves' first 
time in the playoffs. Uh, first time in the uh, the meat grinder. Uh, you're also starting on a team with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. You've set an expectation for yourself. So there's a, there's a lot of internal pressure, I'm sure, he's put on himself already drilled. And um, I'm just glad to see him pull through and fight because that's the kind of scrappiness and, and clawing that uh, we didn't see last year, man. We didn't see that last year from this team. But um, this group, they'll scratch and they'll claw and they'll just do whatever it takes to try and be there at the end of the game. I'll tell you what, though. Great game indeed. 104 to 101. The Lakers do pull it out. Stone, I want to ask you this. Uh, Adam, you did as well, but fried chicken, I know, has been calling it for a long, long time as far as for Lonnie Walker. I know you were asking for it as well. You did get your wish. Lonnie Walker did produce today. The question I have for you, Stone, is traditionally role players, they kind of, you know, succumb on the road. What can the Lakers do to close this out in five games? Obviously, Curry initiating quite a bit of the options and the offense out there for for Golden State was at times really frustrating the Lakers. I know that IBEW says he wants to know about what that they can do about Curry getting AD in the pick and roll to try and go ahead and and maybe uh, you know maybe cut that down a little bit because AD constantly found himself out of the key and out of position and wasn't able to get back you know as well as he did in previous games uh, by evidence of the zero blocks. Yeah, I think. Um... I mean, that was one big adjustment I think that Kerr has made that uh, really helped the Warriors. And I don't think we can expect the Warriors to miss as many open shots as they did, especially from Curry. I think Curry had a lot of shots that he usually would be making. And I don't think we could count on this sort of shooting performance again for next game. Um, so in order to shore that up a bit, uh, like you mentioned, the pick and roll is the big thing. Um, as great as a defender Anthony Davis is, um, he you prefer him to be in the paint versus the perimeter, especially on someone like Steph who can change gears so quickly. Um, and, and that's where Anthony Davis does his most damage. We've seen a lot throughout this series that uh, guys will drive into the paint, but would rather kick it out because they're just afraid to meet Anthony Davis at the rim. Um, so you want Davis in the, in the paint as much as possible uh, in order to counteract um, what they were doing, bringing him in the pick and roll or getting Steph to switch on to him on the perimeter. Uh, I think one portion of it is you want Vando to probably play more. I understand that people, uh, similar to how Warriors fans might feel about Kevon Looney, you don't want two non-shooters on the floor at once. I get that. At the same time, if someone on your team, like a D'Lo tonight, uh, is not really shooting the ball that well, um, why wouldn't you just sub him out to get more defense in there? And I think that when you're bringing in AD, the answer isn't to have – Vando be the de facto rim protector because he's just not really a rim protector down low. Uh, I think the the answer would be to immediately because Vando is so good at switching quickly, have him switch right onto Steph extremely quickly and have AD drop back down to where he's best at, which is near the rim as as a rim protector. So that would be the adjustment I would make to shore up that sort of pick and roll issue, um, which wasn't an issue because we obviously won, but. Um, and to prevent it from you know being something that might hinder us in the next game. The other thing uh, I think is offensively do what you pretty much did this game. I think we did a pretty good job 
Um, defensively, it's just about getting on the same page. I feel like a lot of it outside of the pick and roll issue, I think that we had a lot of um, communication issues. And I think a lot of that stems from just making sure someone on the court knows their role as who to point out and where to be on the court. Um, especially in the first half, we had a lot of like two guys and transition going to one player um, or, or, you know, helping unnecessarily. I think just having someone to anchor that defense and tell everyone where they need to be on the court could be beneficial. Um, but I was pretty pleased offensively, but that's defensively the adjustments I would um, look at headed into game five. Once again, the Lakers do win 104 to 101 to go up three to one as they head back to San Francisco. And Joe, key stat, my friend, because even though the Lakers got outshot once again from behind the arc, Lakers only made six of 25 for 24 percent. The Warriors, not much better at 29%, but they did make six more. The key was the fact that while the Warriors only went to line 12 times, hitting nine, the Lakers went 20 for 20. Well, the Warriors have pulled every piece of something out of their bag. This was it. This was this was it. This is the last thing out of that bag. I don't see what else they can do here the rest of the way to surprise the Lakers. Uh, you had Steph going into uh, 15 and 16 MVP Steph. Uh, Clay came back down to earth, finally started playing like he was playing in, in, in Sacramento. Uh, pool was a pool of used water. He, he was absolutely horrendous. Uh, Looney and GP2, uh, and then, of course, my... And that's what their starting lineup, GP2, actually started. Uh, our favorite player, Draymond Green, was just as miserable tonight as he was the last few games. And as a matter of fact, I, I couldn't help but be giddy when I saw him drive to the basket. I said, this is not going to end well. And it took some idiot ref to say, jump ball, when no one grabbed the ball from Anthony Davis. They actually smacked him in the elbows and arms. So, Golden State, their resilience, it is of championship worth, but the Lakers are playing a brand of basketball at this moment that is very, very gritty and very, very clutch when it matters. And tonight is more proof of that. They can destroy you by 30 or they can win the close games. Guys, that's what championship teams do. And right now, they're one win away from bouncing the possible and creating the possible end of a dynasty. So with that, uh, I don't just don't have anything negative besides the fact that they, they did make a lot of mistakes in this game. But that's just the way this goes sometimes. I'm not going to harp on it. I think uh, we had plenty of guys on here that, that explained some of the deficiencies. And hopefully, some of those deficiencies can be rectified and close this out in the Golden State if you can. That would be a surprise even more. If we can close these guys out on Wednesday, that would be nice. It would be a way for us to go, okay, you're going to be able to go into game one. Because I, I believe the Denver-Phoenix series is going to go seven. Uh, I, I believe if the Lakers can get this done on Wednesday, they'll have a week off. And boy, do they need it. And boy, does LeBron need it. LeBron is pacing himself, all, everyone. He is trying to pace himself. They look gassed in the third quarter, man. 43 minutes is a lot. And... The good thing is, though, the last game and then two games before then, at least they got some rest. So that's that's something positive. But if there's a way that the role players can go into Golden State and hit their open shots and just put the stake in Golden State in the building, 
that would be a good way for us to, to, to get that week's rest and be fresh for either Phoenix or Denver. And that's, that's what I'm hoping for. But if they don't close it out on Friday at home and let's party Friday night. Sean, let me ask you this magic man, when it comes to the Lakers for game five, obviously Joe, what Joe says, it would be a surprise. He thinks, and you know, again, the Lakers have found money as we say here in Vegas, your thoughts on this? How can they go ahead and, and pull off? I would say it's a miracle. I just say it would be a little bit of a surprise. Again, the betting favorites would have Golden State going back home and winning that game. But you never know. This series hasn't gone exactly the way they planned it to either. No, it hasn't, Gerald. Um, so I guess if I'm not a betting man, so I'm not going to say that. <clears throat> Look. There's been 13 teams that have come back from 3-1 down. They're one of them. And there's three guys on that team who were in that locker room. I remember room. that 3-1, yes. Yeah. So this, is, this isn't over. It, the fourth one is the hardest one. And it's going to be the hardest one, Gerald. And it should be the hardest one because this is up against the defending champs. So... I personally think they're going to come back home, Gerald, and give us everything they got. I hope we, if we don't come out with, um, you know, with a half-assed, you know, disinterested effort, Gerald, I think they'll be there in the we fourth quarter again. saw that at again. Today. Yeah, we did. We did, right? Uh, not to mention that, that em emphasized, you know, more nerves for yes. Gerald and Joe and other Laker fans, because it seemed like it took a while for that intensity to rev up. I'll it, tell you what. Yeah. But just keep it close in the fourth quarter, right? Absolutely. In the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, I agree. And, and you know what, Scarlett, just uh, like, I, I really, I really don't care at this point in time, whether Beasley plays another minute or whether he's stuck to the bench. I really didn't think he'd be a good um, a good uh, chess piece on the board, even against their non-shooters. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else would uh, would uh, disagree. Well, I just I'll just say this again: Beasley, he's the type of thing you may want to pull out on Game Five, just for a few minutes to see if that could be the thing that just you know takes it out of hand. That's the type of thing that if he hits like three, three pointers in a row, that could be all she wrote for the Warriors. That's just something that maybe, and that would give him confidence back for the next, the next playoff series. But again, we're just going to go ahead and trust Darvin Hamp for now. Cause he seems to be pushing a lot of the right buttons, but stone. I, I will say this though, Gerald, they, okay. they really, they really need to figure out some way to mitigate or mediate his ability to just wreak havoc off off the off his pick and rolls because he's gone to them heavily now in yeah. the in the first half and they're gonna go back to it again. One of the things though I want to hit up Stone Hansen with is we heard before the game, it's actually hours before the game, uh not ESPN's reporting. It was actually Sham Sharania from the Athletic reporting several hours before that that Gary Payton the second was being moved into the starting lineup ahead of Kivon Looney or Jermichael Green, who I guess in the, you know, the constant chess pieces that keeps on moving around that, that Steve Kerr keeps trying everything he can to make tweaks to the lineup to get the Golden State Warriors off to a better start. Nothing worked fully 
Uh, I don't think the returns on the investment today for the starting lineup change worked. Uh, I maybe part of it was because uh, GP two didn't wasn't uh, it looked like he was a little bit under the weather. He actually ran out during the middle of a play uh, to go ahead, and I guess he uh, relieved himself, threw up. I guess he had a he had a mouth literal mouth full. Yeah, of his of vomit. Puke. Yeah, yeah. Props, so, props to that. Props yeah. for not spilling that. Jeez. Yeah, absolutely. So I ask you, my friend. You know Kerr is going to be continuing to continuing to tweak. Uh, what do you expect for Game Five that he might go to next? <laughs> Man, I don't know what to expect from Kerr anymore. Um, uh, what I would do if I was Kerr is start Looney. I mean, he's one of your best defenders. Uh, I I get that you don't want two non-shooters on the court, but to me, he's your best option to slow down Anthony Davis. You're not going to stop him, but to slow him down and to me, Looney is the best bet. I don't really get why he's trying to go ultra small because um, I, I mentioned it in playback too. When you're going ultra small, usually the the reason is you want to either space the floor with five out um, and, and really make them work, which neither Green or Gary Payton are great shooters in, in that regard anyways, or you're trying to outrun and get in transition a lot faster uh, but that also doesn't work because Anthony Davis is one of the most athletic bigs. So to me, you're not really winning in either category. So I don't get the small ball uh, take that Kerr's trying to go for when when neither of them are, are playing to the Lakers' strengths or to the Warriors' strengths. Uh, I would be looking at Looney, and I would expect that he maybe not starts Looney but plays him more, and maybe we see him more in crunch time. Um because I, I really do think that's Kerr's best bet to slow down AD. I think in terms of what I expect him to start, I really don't know. Um, he's gone a tons of different ways already. Uh, Kerr, to me, was one of the best adjusters coming into this series of adjusting coaches, but he has yet to really find what his answer is um, to, to the Lakers so far. Uh, I think defensively they just have really struggled um offensively i think they've actually pretty much played to their strength they just haven't hit their shots um as much as we're used to um with how open they've been but uh defensively he's yet to find really an answer and i think that uh for me the answer would be looney but i'm unsure of what kerr's uh perception of that will be once again, the Lakers do win 104 to 101, three games to one as they head back to San Francisco. And Joe, I mean, hopefully you and I are, my heart rate is actually getting down to normal. That's a good thing. And I know yours is as well. But with what's coming up, again, it would be a surprise if the Lakers do finish this off in San Francisco. A little bit of one for me. I'm going to be honest with everybody out there, but I think it still can be done. If the Lakers play good, sound basketball, find some way to continue the success for ad i know they're going to be playing really hard on like like stone was saying i know in the chat they're talking about double teaming ad trying to make it harder because obviously the lakers one deficiency that they really had that stuck out this entire series is that they're really bad at shooting the three which is still something that's been lasting all season but your thoughts on how the lakers can still get it done they're gonna need all the role players to hit their open shots and obviously play stout defense letting LeBron be the facilitator during the game enough to where he's not spending himself so much. 
AD, AD will do what AD does. Uh, we've talked about AD's position versus LeBron's. LeBron's got a hell of a lot more mileage on him than, than AD does, and AD's in his prime. Go ahead, Sean. Go. Go real set. Go. We all love the victory tonight, okay? It's great. But I'm, I would be remiss if I didn't remind everybody of what the late Kobe Bean Bryant once said. Job's not finished. No, it's we know fi- that. It's, yeah. it's not finished. Yeah. It's not finished. They've come back from 3-1 before. Only you, once. You could talk. You could talk. They've come back from 3-1 before. They've got guys in that lo- locker room who knows, who knows what it takes. Uh, this time is a different version of the Warriors, and it's a different opponent. But the fact remains is that that fourth win is the hardest. It always is. I don't. I don't think the Lakers will look past that. I believe they are focused enough to understand that as well. And the Warriors are one in fifteen in terms of coming back down three-one. So they're not really that good at coming back from three-one. And most teams aren't. So I shouldn't be no. Because there's, on there's only there's only thirteen teams that have done it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't see. I. I saw when you talked about the word deflation. Steph Curry would win these games more often than not. He didn't. That's deflating. Regardless if they win on Wednesday or not, Lakers have to put this thing away either on Wednesday or Friday. And I believe they will. One of those days. I I just think the Lakers have more youth on their side. I think the Warriors' deficiencies are greater than the Lakers. We just got lucky this tonight where we had one of our, our, our best playoff games this year and he, he couldn't have come at a better it couldn't have come at a better time in the second half. Lonnie Walker's three point shot after the timeout uh, when they were I believe down nine changed everything. I mean that ball went right through the hoop. As soon as you heard it, you're like, oof, if Lonnie's gonna hit that shot, we have a shot now. <laughs> and of course he went on to, sh- to, to make 13 more uh points and by far and away the, the, the player of the game because we don't win this game without those shots. LeBron will try to coast like he has been so that he can save himself for moments like at the at the end and props to LeBron for hitting those free throws at the end even when he was tired, playing 43 minutes and of course AD uh, getting upset, not really, not crazy upset, but getting upset a little or, or, or a little irritated that Darvin Ham was taking him out in the first quarter. That's what you want from your megastar. Thank you, AD. Thank you, LeBron. Everyone on the Lakers, I'm going to give the organization props again from top to bottom. You guys played phenomenal tonight, despite some of the mistakes and some of the bonehead mistakes as well. But sometimes it happens, guys. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of this nuances that we're not there seeing it while we're on the court. But at the end of the day, when you win, that cures everything. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, 
there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Once again, the Lakers do win 104 to 101, going up 3-1 in the series. Jim House is not to count our chickens, but if the Lakers make the Western Conference Finals, this would be an amazing season. If they make the NBA Finals, it might be historic from where they began. It's a great season so far for us. It was we after all the the highs and the lows, Magic Man, that we've gone through since the beginning of the season, and uh, there's been a hell of a lot of lows. And to see where this team is at now, after making the changes, to finally come together, put this run into perspective again i'm not counting anything before they as far as the lakers still have to get it done they still have to beat the warriors so let's go ahead and finish them off i'm not going to go ahead and count them in the in the conference finals nba finals just yet so i want to go ahead and make sure it's one game at a time or as laker tom says it's just one one game but i want to hear your thoughts on this my friend the crowd at the staples center aka the crypt the crypt was really alive after being kind of dead for the first three quarters. They came back. I think they gave the team a lift. I mean, the fans here at support have been awesome. We've got Raul Salazar cooking a pig in honor of the Lakers win. So I'm asking my friend if that's the case, and we've got the kind of support here from them, how great a support was it for the Lakers to get that kind of support in the fourth quarter from the crypto crowd? Okay, so so first of all, Gerald, I've had deer sausage. I've had venison. Nothing tastes as good as a roasted pig. Lechon. It is so good. It is so good. So thank you to Raul. That's a great celebratory meal. I hope you're. I hope you're doing it in the pit and not uh, not on the grill. But to answer your question, Gerald. I think you're right. I think we did need that burst from the crowd in the fourth. I'm not sure why they weren't um, jacked up from the start as I, th- I thought they they would be. But, uh, you know, que sera, sera. They, came, they showed up in the fourth when uh, the guys needed them the most. And you're right, Gerald. I think it was it helped create a synergistic, ah, a synergistic effect with the rest of the team. And uh, the five guys were able to uh, harness that energy they got from the crowd. So good on them. And, uh, you know, we may need them one more time. You never know. Oh, absolutely. I think we will. Once again, the Lakers do win 104 to 101. One thing I want to ask you, though, Stone Hansen, can I go ahead and get you back on here real quick? One of the things I want to ask you is LeBron James has been a source of a lot of talk as far as is he still injured what's going on with him is it age it's a lot of questions i think we're seeing a lot of each uh, i think that there's still a, a, a fantastic game a lebron superstar game in him that the lakers might need to go ahead and cash in on at some point in time you're getting spurts of good lebron and right now that's just good enough to get the lakers on by yeah We'll see. I mean, I don't think we've seen LeBron be take this long in the playoffs to really get going. Like, I think generally by now we've seen, you know, LeBron have a, a game, a series where he just blows up and uh, we rely on him to, you know, carry us through a full game or something. That hasn't really happened yet, um, at least from the games I've seen. I know I've missed a few, but uh, he does. He just seems to be like lack of explosion at the rim. 
he's had unusual like bad hands um as a as a catcher from passes he just seems slightly off a bit i know he's still playing really well he's still he's still been very effective and our second best player but um it's definitely i think undoubtable that uh he ha- doesn't look 100% uh like lebron that we've seen in years past um and i think that for me it hasn't been that worrisome because he's still playing good enough and the rest of the team has really picked up so much slack offensively in the in our wins that um it has it's just not a huge concern for me but i think that i mean there's a chance to me that this is just lebron from here on out in terms of the rest of what we see from him uh, in this playoff run he's probably got some injuries that we don't know about that have been bugging him he's he's 38 i think people are so they think lebron is just lebron forever but age does come for everyone uh, and i think that you know it's inevitable that it's going to come for lebron if th- what we're seeing hasn't already come already for him uh and i think that he's uh just fatigued i mean this this he's been a huge part of why the lakers have come from the bottom all the way to where they got especially with that final 10 run series he came back really soon from the injury to make sure that uh, he gave us a chance to get into the playoffs. I think all those factors combined are just sort of, uh, you know, coming to the surface and we're seeing not a 100% LeBron. Uh, and I think that's just sort of what we might have to expect moving forward. But to me, it's not a massive detriment because of other reasons that I stated, like the rest of the teams really picked up their weight, uh, especially offensively um, in AD, you know, is really the backbone of this defense. So despite all that, I mean, LeBron's still playing really well for a 38-year-old. Like, I, I can't understate that enough. He's just not the – I think it's pretty undeniable that he's not the 100% version of LeBron that we've seen in years past, and that's okay with the rest of the team that we currently have. Yeah, LeBron is not able to give us consistently. Uh, Dre, I have to disagree with you as far as what he once was able to do so. And he's shooting outside terribly. I think if he's back under 20% from behind the arc, which is something we talk about. And the, his fact that he's relying on it so much, Joe, is, is probably a sign that he's not able to get to the rim as much as he wants to or as he likes to. So, Joe, I ask you this. I mean, you know, we were watching LeBron shoot a lot of three-pointers, but still somehow managing to go ahead and be very effective overall. I just wish that they, tonight, they put, wish, I wish they would have put the ball in more inside a lot more often. I think it would have made for a much easier game tonight. If you watch the game, the, the transition defense was already suffering. So if they were going to drop down to, to the basket as much, it might have gotten worse. The, the game is is a, is a 90-foot game in a lot of ways, especially with the Golden State Warriors. So I think a lot of the the the, the, the holes in, in the offense are due to the, the defense that Golden State was throwing at them and their quick transition with, with, with uh, the threat of Steph Curry getting to the hole. And they were able to set their offense so quickly that they backdoored the Lakers more than – I think it was like four or five times where LeBron or whomever didn't even know who was behind them. And they just had easy layups. They, they, they were the communication stone had mentioned, which was hundred percent dead on stone had mentioned that the communication was terrible. And that's what happens when you're 
discombobulated <laughs> and you're running around trying to figure out how to stop a a the flash you know it's it, Dwayne Wade is called the flash I think that's incorrect Dwayne Wade is not flash Steph Curry is the flash Steph Curry is fast Steph Curry's fast twitch ability is unreal and LeBron is giving it all Dre is saying he he's playing defense night. no one's he's, questioning well, yeah, That's he's right. playing a lot more defense in this round, that, by the that, way, that, and that, it's burning them out. That that's 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 very true, Joe. But it's also rich hearing Steve Kerr after the game bitch about the Lakers being uh, not being called for illegal screens. That that's hilarious to me, considering the fact that he's him and that coaching staff have made uh you know. It's like Mike. That would be like five, Michael five, Irvin five, complaining five about or, pushing off. Yeah, it's five like or Michael seven Irvin. years of just, just basically see, Draymond Green sticking his ass well, out to, to on screens. Absolutely, yeah. I know. Well, well, you you know that the game has changed. So of course, the way they the the way they they move and they can run screens changes as well. And it's all it can be an optical illusion. Like what? What's a moving screen to actually somebody watching it on television? Isn't the same thing to a ref, even though they're standing twenty feet away, because the Warriors are a very, very good team at taking advantage of your inattentiveness and your lack of focus, and that and it could be something very, very minute or small, but they can create a mushroom out of that, and for Steve Kerr to now bitch about how Lonnie Walker was able to take advantage of screening, but somehow we flop when they do it. It's just hilarious to me. I, I find that very humorous. I'll have more on that tomorrow. Well, again, it's all about it, politicking, about trying to get more calls for you. In the well, Ger Gerald, that's true you too, but he, he was, he was the one talking about how the Laker, the Lakers were the ones who started the gamesmanship with the, the screening, not him. Steve Kerr, this is not something new, Sean. Steve Kerr is notorious for being a two-face. Uh, when it's not against him, it's okay. When it's against him, he becomes, wait a minute, what happened here? He's notorious for that. You can you can say there's some gamesmanship there while you know trying to prep the refs for Wednesday, but it's not. It's not that. Maybe a little bit of it, but not all the way. Steve Kerr has always done this. It's what he does. He's that's just what he does. I, I don't want to get into it too much, but that's what it is. Uh, but he is a Hall of Fame coach to be. You have three Hall of Famers that are on that team that are, and, and one of them is still ridiculously good. Uh, Clay came back to earth, down the earth here uh, tonight. He only had nine points. And then, of course, Draymond has been doing us a lot of favors. So I hope he continues to do the all that he does because I, I really like it when, when he's playing. Uh, guys like Poole, guys like Looney, guys like Mooney, guys like uh, DiVincenzo, I, I, you know, they're going to have a couple shots going here and there. But the, the reality is this team moves and goes with Steph Curry. And if Steph Curry can go off the way he did and have virtually a perfect game in terms of running on offense and, and being productive, I know he didn't shoot well from three, but that's because he was too busy throwing dimes left and right. You know, sometimes that happens. But – he gave it his all. This was a game seven in the Sacramento series type game, except it wasn't 50 points. He spread it out into the the assist and rebound areas. And guess what? He still lost. This is demoralizing. 
it is demoralizing because they know right now that, yeah, they might end up winning on Wednesday, but there's no damn way they're going to lose on Friday. They're going to win on Friday in, 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 in the crypt. That's just how I'm looking at it. But I do. I, I am. I don't want to say I'm expecting a win on Wednesday, but I'd like I, my brain is expecting it. My brain is like, look, let's 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 close these guys out, close them out in in in, in San Francisco. Then you then you get your rest for a week and change, which is desperately needed. Once again, the Lakers do win 104 to 101. Great victory by the Lakers as they come from behind to close out a two set at the crypt with back-to-back wins as they head to San Francisco now to hopefully close out the series. Of course, we'll be back for playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Join us. It's a great time. Joe and I were a bundle of nerves. Stone Hansen was analyzing it all. Sean was laughing at all of us. Laker Nick was providing some unique commentary as well. And of, of course, everybody in the chat was absolutely awesome. I cannot say enough great things about our chat room at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. Of course, I know the call has gone out by Intel Wild for more snack packs. So I have a feeling that the Magic Man will be providing a trip to the cupboard for some more snacks for tomorrow. But before we head on out, Sean, is that true that you're going to be heading over to the cupboard to go ahead and pull out a little bit of a snack pack tomorrow? Yes, yes, Gerald, absolutely. And uh, I, I need to, I need to uh, give everybody a heads up. Unfortunately, because of a scheduling conflict this week, I'm going to have to move uh, Magic Man in the morning to a Wednesday. Okay. Now you, see, you pissed off Joe. Look at the, <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now you can get my. I didn't think you were going to ask me questions. <laughs> no, I wanted to hear the. Come on, come on. I was totally, ex- I was totally exaggerating for no reason. I know. I know it, was, it made for good comedy, indeed. But I guess That's magic. Good. No, Man that, that was pretty good. I had nothing to good. throw too. I wanted to throw something, but everything I can throw, it would break. How about that old picture of, <laughs> of Rob Palenka? You still have? Yeah, I, I, I put that somewhere. I don't know where I put it. Uh, I, I, I took it away because. We're nine wins away from possibly winning a championship, and it's he's a big part of it. Why would I make fun of him now? <laughs> no, of course not. But but uh, you know, uh, bar, barring that trade deadline, it would have been a great dartboard. Uh, I, 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 it's true. Uh, I don't. I, you know, I we've been harsh on. Geez, you know, talking about Lonnie Walker, boy. If any of those guys saw what we said during the year, if they were go to the to the Lakers fast break uh, YouTube page. Jeez, I, I'm kind of embarrassed. And and for the record, to, to everyone, Jeannie, Rob, Lonnie, everyone, I, I sincerely apologize for being cruel, even though that it was warranted at the time. Yeah, I know, I know. But but the, 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 you, when you're wrong, when you're wrong, you you gotta you gotta come with it, guys. That's, that's, that's yeah, you got you gotta do it. You gotta do it. When you're oh, wrong, you gotta man. do it. My so, butt is for I, sitting, not for kissing. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I, you know, I've lived 54 years on this planet. I never thought I would ever see the day Joe Sorrell decided to kiss some ass. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, my God, everyone. Hell that, just froze I, I, I over. I think that's, that's an interpretation that's completely wrong. <laughs> 
I don't kiss ass, but I will say when I'm. Oh, you literally just kissed their ass. <laughs> There's, I didn't literally kiss anything, actually. Yeah, well, you figuratively, you figuratively. Kissed I didn't their kiss ass. anyone's ass. I'm giving them props. Ah, I you, disagree. You, you, well, you're gonna get props. That yeah, was oh, a wow, props. You, you apologized. You apologized. You everything you guys said. Everything you guys said was okay, but as soon as Search and Destroy said I was woke, now that that one hurts. That one stuck me in the, in the chest, sir. Because you for... apologized, Joe. You actually apologized. <laughs> did I say I sorry? Little... You did. I did, you huh? Did. Wow. You, you did. did. Maybe I'm getting I... soft. I... Never I... say sorry. Maybe the, Never... maybe the heat Maybe the heat messed up my brain. <laughs> I, just, I, I thought you said you were allergic to apologies. Well, uh, I, I just don't. I, I, yeah, I don't. You don't kiss wanna, ass. Don't do it. I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> once again it's the lakers fast break and on that note i think it's time to head on out but i do want to mention to everyone again thank you so much for making us uh, this past weekend into the top 100 something we've actually wanted as a goal we wanted to set we wanted to go ahead and become one of the top 100 basketball shows in the united states and actually at this past weekend we did make the list on that so that is a credit to you and everyone out there that listens to us so truly appreciate that and continue to listen to us on spotify apple Podcasts, amazon music or wherever you get your podcasts it is sincerely appreciated over a hundred thousand audio downloads and now over this past weekend we also passed over the hundred thousand views mark on youtube so we truly appreciate it if you have not liked and subscribed please do so because it really helps us out and also you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with another snack pack magic man in the morning who is moving it up to wednesday morning for a special magic man in the morning on wednesday as that'll be a game five preview right there for you plus also snack packs lakers weekend also tomorrow i thought guys we're going to go head back to school for lakers fast break university I thought that was in plans for Lakers History 101 tomorrow. So we're going to go ahead and do that as well. We promised we're going to deliver. I know Joshua Dietz, one of our super fans out there, we promised. So we're going to try and deliver for you on that. Also as well, do you know your Lakers trivia? That'll be coming back in the not-too-distant future. We also, I got to go ahead and get these guys to go ahead and start putting out their all NBA, all first team, second team, and third team. So I'm going to go ahead and get the guys to do that so we can provide more content for you as well. Plus also everything we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. More draft information from Stone. I'm going to go ahead and pick his brain a little bit more on the upcoming draft. He doesn't know that yet, but go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and really get him on that as far as what the Lakers might need at 17 or 47. So be prepared for that coming up. Hopefully more guests coming down the line as well. But it is the Lakers Fast Break. The Lakers, oh, IBEW says Chuck Nevitt pulling out that. All right. There you go. Zangerstein, incredible as always. Intel Wild, truly appreciate it. IBW, obviously everybody that's part, search and destroy. Truly appreciate you moderating the chat. Jose, Raul, hopefully that lechon is going to smell and taste so good. Absolutely. Cannot wait for you to go ahead and, and tell us how that, that worked out for you. Obviously, again, Howard Hill, so many great names, so many great people. Jose, Truly appreciate everyone. Henry, Stell, Zangerstein, Adam Hurley. Truly appreciate Kenneth Stone. Obviously, great to have Kenneth Stone. He's the one that has been great with his predictions so far. So truly appreciate it. He wants me to go ahead and start talking about if Russ deserves a ring. Again, as I told him, 
Let's get to the finals. Let's win the finals. Then let's talk about a great conversation on why Russ and, and Beverly do not. They are getting a ring if they do. They, they, uh, they, the, yeah, Lakers, I, the Lakers have already it. said uh, yeah, they will. Yeah, I know. They, they probably will. I wouldn't, but, you know, that's I just wouldn't. Me. I wouldn't. Need, but, uh, you know what? Actually, you know, uh, I'd be nice. Be a class organization and go ahead and do it. Yeah, I find it. I'd, I'd do it. I'd do it. All right. I'll, I'll change my mind on that. Yeah. I'm not apologizing. Everyone's soft on the pod now. Yeah. Every, see, we've gone <laughs> soft. We've gone soft. Absolutely, indeed. But I'll tell you what. Great times, indeed. Lakers go up three games to one with a 104 to 101 victory. We'll be back tomorrow for not only a snack pack, but also as well tomorrow night for a Lakers History 101. It says we head back to Lakers Fast Break University. We'll go ahead and talk about something playoff related, guys, professors, Sean and Joe. We're going to go ahead and talk about something related. Plus, our, our always our guest faculty, whether it's Stone, L. Rob, Laker Tom, Jamie Sweet, all those great professors, John McKinley, they can always stop by as well. It is Lakers Fast Break University. Always looking forward to a good time at Lakers History 101. Guys, any last thoughts for, on the way out, outside of, you know, more from Joe? <laughs> I'm, just I'm making a laugh. Win game five. Close it out. Close it out in their crib. Absolutely. Or that would die. be awesome. That would be awesome. Or die? My gosh. Now we and go back to hard Joe right there. Go ahead, Chime. We need that week. We need that week off. Do it. Yes. Role players, do it. Help out LeBron. AD will do his thing. Make your shots in their arena. Make it go quiet. Shh. Jose says, speaking of pigs, Shh. if we win the chip, you're, we're all invited to his house in the 305 for pig roast. Cupid's wow. I'm holding that you to that good. 100%. That is really tasty. <laughs> that is good. Absolutely indeed. Oh, my gosh. All well, I'm in Canada, food. so I I'm writing this down, that. actually. That's so why they call I themselves airplanes, so you can fly there. Yes, yes. You're going to Miami, and what would be fitting is if we beat Miami in the finals. Then it really makes sense. Oh, well, you know, if we if we're going to Miami, yes. let's let's head to Ocean Drive and live it up. Yes, IBW, you're right. Intel Wild, you're right. We're gonna keep humble. There's still one more game to go. Go. We haven't won the series yet. So I remember. <laughs> there you go. Only you to it. Absolutely, indeed. But once again, the Lakers do win 104 to 101. We'll be back tomorrow with some more great shows, including another snack pack and a Lakers History 101. Then Wednesday, join us. I'm assuming another snack pack there as well. It's also, of course, playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break, Magic Man in the Morning, a special Wednesday show, and of course, everything that we do right here for you with the best Lakers chat room that's out there, and of course, everything that we do right here at the Lakers Fast.